0: Shit Dad Podcast
1: Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast G'day, g'day, welcome to episode 51 of the Shit Dad Podcast Where we normalise those parenting mistakes and breaks While we talk all things fatherhood I'm Nick, I'm a married father of a 3, 5 and a 7 year old And I'm going to have to teach everyone in my house to fold Because the toilet paper scrunching crisis is sending me broke
0: <laughs> G'day all, I'm Dave, father of two beautiful girls 3 year old and a 4 month old And I've done a Dave tonight My script is totally
2: blank
1: you don't even have to tell us you've done it now. It's just, <laughs> oh, just, I'm just telling the listeners.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm starting to think that book week is a cruel joke against parents. Oh, isn't it?
0: Just. Oh, Dave, you got
2: into it this week. You want to tell the, the listeners did. about what <laughs> yeah, you dressed was, up
0: as? I was the mad hatter. And so I went makeup and all.
2: We it so out. impressive.
0: We mm, have yeah, to throw it up on the socials. Yeah, you can throw it up. Yeah. Fuck, it so just, we just got the team. When I say we, I said the females in the team. Just got it all organized and just said, Dave, you're Mad Hatter. So I went to the person who was Mad Hatter the year before and said, You still got all your shit? (laughs) (laughs) And she she said, Yes. The makeup, too? Yep. Can you do my makeup? Yes, Dave, I'll do your (laughs) makeup for you. So yeah, I prepared nothing but a vest and shoes. Yeah, good. Easy. And it was impressive. And I was, I, I thought I was best dressed. Fucking rigged it, (laughs) Carla. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted that fucking chocolate bar.
2: Uh, and welcome to Brandon. So uh, he's a newly appointed firefighter, founder of Dad Hours Fitness Initiative, which we're going to unpack tonight, uh, and absolute unit of a bloke. Uh, mate, how are you going?
3: Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. It's um, great to be here. So thank you very much for having me. That's the, probably the coolest intro to a podcast I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I forgot I was on it for a second. I was, like, I was just sitting in, listening. It was fantastic. Oh, really cool. That's good. So. You are what a typical
0: furry should look like. Fuck <laughs> off.
3: Based on the calendars, yeah. yeah, yeah. It comes up later on. Right? Don't worry.
1: <laughs> he's, he's like me without man boobs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I've been in ten years. I've earned these boobs.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, but we should maybe revisit in ten years' time. So yeah, we're we'll see. we're still holding the standard. Yeah, we'll see. I reckon you will. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm strong, all right. Fuck you. <laughs> all right.
0: On that note, boys, what do you reckon? Dad jokes. Yeah. Who's got one?
2: All right, I got a uh, CrossFit-themed one. For oh, time. good.
1: How right, topical? Yeah.
2: I said to my coworker today, I'm still tired from the, all the CrossFit this morning. And they said, it's pronounced croissant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you ate four of them. <laughs> That's gold. Cool, I like that. <laughs> What's blue and not heavy? Light blue. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's no, really good I feel underprepared I don't have I'm like <laughs> racking my brain. Yeah, 50 of them up there no, no, we, right.
0: we do that all the time As I said This is actually no, 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 You do it all the time <laughs> no, no. no no I've got my I've got my <laughs> favourites On my phone That's fine. Let's go. um What do you guys call Or what do you call Two guys sitting On top of a window what? Kurt and Rod <laughs>
3: It <laughs> is really good It's yeah, alright
0: Anyone Any joggy memory? No I'm nah. trying to think I'm nah. like,
3: it, could, it, could, it could be a three hour episode <laughs> I'm just trying to think it would be just two hours of silence And we trying to come up with one on the spot Alright we'll just start <laughs> clapping okay, we Yeah we'll see how we go here. Yeah, uh,
1: if, if one pops in the skull Let us know Yeah I'll let yes. you know But <laughs> no uh, before we kick it off um, I'd love to kick it off with Dad's Corner uh, Followed by some Listener emails We got a couple this week So I'm mm-hmm. really excited to get into it But here's Dad's Corner Welcome to Dad's Corner, where we give a shout out to worthy causes and support services for men and dads all over the world. If you know a group who's helped you or is a great cause, let us know on Instagram at ShitDadPod. Check out Dad's Community on Facebook, a community of dads that will support each other through the challenging moments and hold a safe space for each other. That's Dad's Community. If you're a tradie and a dad, wrap your lugs around our unofficial cousin podcast, Smoko Convo's The Potty. Heff covers all the hardships and hard ons that all tradies experience and ways to dig yourself out of the dark thoughts we all have at one point in our fatherhood journey. And finally, support the guys who keep us clothed, otherwise, we'd be sitting around in the skin. Smashing fibers, lightweight, easy breathe, active wear, or everyday casuals. You'll struggle to find a better fit anywhere. And right now, all tees and tanks are $10. No code, no excuses. Head over to smashingfibers.com.au right this second while you're listening to us have a dirty old yarn. That's Dad's Corner. So just a shameless plug for uh, Smashing Fibres, Brandon. It'd be really good for the CrossFit listeners listening to this episode. It's quite good CrossFit gear. Super stretchy and very Deman- less demanding on man boobs than normal shirts. <laughs> so anyone doing a bit of CrossFit or man, uh, just general yeah. gym, yeah, preaching to the choir. If you say stretchy, we're all in, mate. I love it. <laughs> that's yeah. what we're going for. We, I got a couple. I got a couple this week for twenty bucks because they're ten dollars each. But yeah, cracking gear, love it. I'm, just, I'm not just a piece of meat, mate. <laughs> Stop
3: looking at me like that.
1: Uh, so, like I said before, we got some. Uh, we got a listener email, and we also got a recommendation on the Shit Dad Podcast page on Facebook. Ooh. So the Shit Dad Podcast, because we can't say shit. Um, we'll start with that one from Vince, who said, uh, "Top blokes with some amazing funny, ah, oh, sorry, top blokes with some amazing tips, funny stories that I can definitely relate to, and I absolutely recommend their podcast to any father." That could not be a more glowing oh. recommendation. Thanks, Vince. Thanks, Vinny. What a ledge. Uh, and we'll kick it with Andrew's email as well. Hey, boys, just wanted to quickly drop a line to say thanks. I found your podcast about two weeks ago, thinking it perfect as I was expecting the birth of my third daughter early that week, uh, first time via the sunroof. Anyone who doesn't know what that is, we're talking about a a cut open. What's that one C-section? called? C-section, yeah. I didn't even know what it is. Right? Uh, ironically, I also found you boys a couple of days before seeing a psychologist, uh, but even though I had hit a few roadblocks between a career family farm, the passing of my dad, and trying to be the best dad I could be and feeling like I was failing. After listening to you boys uh, and the real life stories of you and your guests, I walked into the session feeling like I wasn't the only one battling these issues. As a FIFO worker, fly in, fly out. It was (laughs) also, I knew that one, yeah. (laughs) It was also great listening to people who either work remote or shift work. Finally, a dad hack, when toilet training and not wearing nappies to bed, layer the mattress so you have mattress, mattress protector, Fitted sheet, mattress protector, fitted sheet. So like a Big Mac of... Yeah, yeah. extra insulation. Definitely. So that way when they come in and say they've wet the bed, you can peel off one layer of mattress protector and fitted sheet and send them back to bed. You can go back to sleep and deal with the stinky old mess in the morning. Dad joke. Three blokes walk into a bar. Surely the third one had seen it. (laughs) Later, boys. Cheers, Andy.
2: That's awesome.
0: Thank you. How good is that? That is a great email, Mm. but an unbelievable hack.
1: That is really mm. good.
0: Especially, hey? like, well, you and I are pretty close to that, that, that stage. And well, you would be too. The two. kids are too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These adult pull-offs are getting pretty uncomfortable at night. Mm. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's awesome. Just peel it off. I can throw it in the laundry. Yeah, And good to go.
1: Definitely. Unreal. And uh, while we're talking about non-shit dad podcast information, but really important information, Brandon, tell us about dad
3: hours. Yes, uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, yeah, so Dad is my, I guess, company. Um, it's a fitness program mainly, um, and, but we like to think of it as more more than a program. Um, basically how it started, uh, I've competed professionally in CrossFit for 10, 11 years, uh, and then we had my son, uh, who's now three or nearly three and a half. Uh, And my wife, uh, who was a school principal at the time, was working full-time, so I was a stay-at-home parent. And uh, I was trying to fit in a full-time professional athlete training load with being a full-time stay-at-home dad as well. Trophy Uh, dad. Or a trophy dad, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, and yeah, trying to figure out, navigate that space and um, and quickly figured out that time was withering away and I didn't have as much time as I had in the past. And I had to come up with a more effective way of fitting in my training. Um, on top of that, I was finding all these different nooks and crannies in the day to try and fit training in. So I was getting up at super early in the morning, like 4 a.m., I was training at 10 p.m. at night in my garage. I was training uh, whenever he was having a nap time, and just squeezing things in and prioritizing. And that's kind of where the whole dad hours thing first started to uh, gain some legs. And then um, basically, what I would do when I was training is I'd put a hashtag on social media of dad hours. I don't know where it came from ri- originally. Just thought of it, and I would started writing dad hours on my social media when I was training at you know these stupid times in my garage. And this whole dad hours thing just started catching on, catching on. And then I kept doing it, and eventually um, it got to a point where I was posting all this data stuff. I'm like, surely people are getting sick of me talking about data, so I'll just make a page. Mm. And if you like your data stuff and you've been enjoying that, because I knew some people did, mm. you can jump over there and follow. It and I won't bother the rest of you with it. And um, at the same time, I was becoming a firefighter, um, so I'd been accepted into uh, beginning my training at the academy. Um, and so you know, time was going to become even more precious, and. Um, and yeah eventually it got to the point where this dad house thing grew enough legs that people were asking for t-shirts and merchandise and gym flags and programs and i was like all right well we might as well if, if that's what you want we'll uh we'll start throwing some stuff out there and what we quickly found is we uh, i was resonating with a, a huge group of people that were like myself really time poor and wanted to stay fit and be the best versions of themselves and be healthy and be active and be present and aware for their kids and their family members and you know just get the best out of themselves that they could on a daily basis but didn't have the time that they used to um you know for me i was i've gone from spending literally my entire day in the gym focusing on myself to now having to care for this little human being that needs all my attention and having a job and having all these other uh, responsibilities as an adult like so many of us uh come to at this stage of our life and um training was still really important to me and still is really important to me and, and being fit and being healthy and being the best version of myself was important to me but I needed to uh, figure out a way that I could do that on, you know, a much lesser time frame. And um and that's how Dad was born was born and why it was born. It was born to help other people like myself, um, you know, just navigate that aspect of their life and be able to still find some time and carve some time out in the day for themselves to be fit and be healthy and be more effective human beings. Awesome. And what uh, what
1: do people need to start living the Daddy Daddio's lifestyle?
3: Not much. Uh, <laughs> I always say you need a, you need a pair of dumbbells and, and a lot of effort. That's all you need. So Sick. We uh, the whole idea again is to help people um, you know buy into this world um, and and start uh, making better choices for themselves and start um, carving out a life that they want to live. And that that can start with something very basic. And I think we we're all probably guilty of putting things in the too hard basket. And when, when I looked at um, starting a fitness program for most people, we looked at what are the barriers that are preventing people from um, being fit and being healthy. And I looked within myself and what I was doing uh, within my own life. So I became a stay-at-home dad, I was becoming a firefighter. I couldn't get to the gym anymore so we converted my garage into a home gym. Um, so I had all my training gear at home so I took away the travel and I took away the gym membership and I took away all those little bits and pieces that um, were becoming roadblocks for myself and I was like well how how can we uh, make that more simple uh, let's write a program where people can start with nothing but a pair of dumbbells. You can store them in your cupboard or you can work out on your balcony or in your living room and they cost less than 100 bucks to buy yourself a pair and our program costs less than a cup of coffee a week. So you can't tell me that you can't afford it and you haven't got the time because it's right there in your living room and our workouts only take 10 to 15 minutes. So yeah. we started removing all these barriers for people and, and making it more simple and then what we do is try to provide a pathway where, okay, you've gotten to this step and you, you've bought in and you're training hard and you're seeing the the results and maybe you want to step it up a little bit all right well we've got all these additional layers that you can build towards maybe you want to buy a few extra pieces of equipment here's another version of the program you can do yeah Mm -hmm. so we we have uh layers to our programming that allows people to start with something very basic but also um you know the person like myself who's got a you know a long time career in fitness and they've got all the bells and whistles they still want to follow a time effective program as well so we we offer options for everybody that's awesome
2: it's something we've discussed a lot on the pod with partners especially uh, you know we spoke previously around working out with the partners and how great that used to yeah. be and it's just not even possible these no, days no, so.
3: it's, it's, i can't tell you how many times um we've been like like it's like we get home and we're like we got 45 minutes it's something in the oven cooking and we're like oh we have 45 minutes and we can't work out at the same time because he'll destroy the house so right, you go for 20 minutes and then it's like high five tag team my <laughs> turn and you know it's you just, you know, it, there's no perfect. Um,
1: coming, coming from the background of you're in, what what's usually in the oven cooking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, tonight we had roast chicken, so oh, there it, there's a roast
3: chicken in the oven tonight, when I got home, like, which was nice. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but like it's, you know, it's there's there's no, you know, all parents will agree, no two days are the same. Um, no, um, you know, there's there's no routine. Like you, yeah. you can have a routine, yeah. but it. it, it seldom works right that's right um and you've got to be ready to navigate and adapt and that's one of the main pillars of our program is we try to make it as adaptable as possible for people um we try to we give people a more of a template than a program we're like here's what you can do today but if you need to change xyz to fit your lifestyle then go ahead because it's more important to us that you're doing something than doing nothing yeah um and you know like it's, you know you, things that used to work don't work anymore or something mm. that worked yesterday doesn't work today and you've mm. got to be ready as a parent it's one of the, the main uh, things you've got to be willing to do is adapt and change the life on the fly so um, our program is designed to try and fit in with that that's awesome
0: it is unreal I've noticed you looked at me a lot do you think
1: oh, I needed this the most like <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No, oh, I yeah. just think you're no, the most no. attractive.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other two have their face for radio. Thank you very much. Yeah, no. You did get checked Fuck out it. by your, uh, your the swim teachers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually,
0: yeah. That's in the story for also another male. day. But yeah, well, clearly. There's not a lot of women to check me out. Um, <laughs> While well, we're on that note, how yeah, about um, our followers? I reckon once we get this photo up a little bit, we might get a few more women uh, with Brendan here with us. Uh, but get on board, <laughs> mums. Make sure you get on, uh, follow us on the socials. Make sure you give us five stars where you can on anything that you listen to, especially Spotify. Um, and don't forget to get out there and share your stories, your jokes, whatever it is. Even if you just want to get on and just vent, um, give us a call on our shit dad share line 07 30 40 95 45.
1: We always, love, we always love a yarn. So it doesn't yeah. have to be a joke or a, yeah. No, just anything. said, you're driving yep.
0: and you just have that fucking shit moment that and thought. you're like, Fuck! I need to get off my chest, and you want to feel like someone's actually listening. Yeah, someone listens to them.
1: We don't even have to. Yeah, yeah we won't even air them if you don't no. want us to. just let exactly. Us know. You just yeah. need to.
0: So, but even if you, the- if you
1: have a th- if you have a funny thought, uh, they're the best times <laughs> when you're driving and you're thinking. And you have the funniest thought, just speed dial us, get it on.
0: I fucking need to do it just for my shit dad moments. So I forget all <laughs> that you forget I thought I started texting myself that lasted about like two days. <laughs> and I just need speed dial.
1: Uh, oh, he bends, here's my shit dad moment, all right. I, like, <laughs> I, had, I had a phone call the other day. I was like, why didn't you call the hotline? This would have been amazing. He he messaged me and he's like, oh, sorry, he phone called and he's like, do you know what's the funniest thing? When your kid goes to the toilet in the morning and rips off the most amazing fart. Like, like father like son and I'm like this is podcast worthy shit don't waste it on me
0: <laughs> That was better is when the daughter comes out and rips one and goes was oh, that you dad
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blames you <laughs> oh that's too good oh that yeah well that's obviously clearly what I do at home so. awesome That's uh, that's brilliant Dave so I think now is the perfect time we've had a chat about dad hours we've got all our chat out of the way let's get into Brandon's fatherhood yarn because that's what we're here for so let's crack into it let's hear about more you as a dad yeah. yeah, cool. Tell us about your family.
3: Yeah, so uh, my family, I've got a bit of a, uh, a weird family of sorts, I guess. If we if we talk about my entire family, I've talked about my son and my wife, but uh, my wife uh, is 10 years older than me and she actually had two kids um when she was quite young so they're pretty much all grown up I actually became a stepdad at 22 years of age Damn, uh, yeah so and they were teenagers at the time and um so I wouldn't call myself I wouldn't say I was a stepdad so to speak um in the sense I wasn't doing much fathering but um <laughs> uh, I got my I got my first taste of sort of what it meant to be a, a role model and uh, a parental figure for someone at quite a young age um and that sort of You know, helped shape uh, a lot of the way that I am today, I think. And it made me grow up really quickly, that's for sure. Um, And, you know, made me consider a lot of things that I hadn't thought of before. Um, So, yeah, I've got. You know, my two step stepkids, Cale uh, and Ella, who are pretty much all grown up now. And um, it, it's, it was cool in the sense of, you know, I, I filled a gap that probably their parents couldn't fill at the time in the sense that I was a bit close to them in age. And there were certain things that they could come to me and talk about that um, they might not have been able, or comfortable talking about with their parents. Or um, And whilst I might not have been the father figure they needed at times, I was there for other purposes and things like that. So, um, you know, my fatherhood journey started well before having my son. Mm. Uh, and then my, I was, you know, pretty uh, certain or okay with the fact that I might not have kids of my own. My wife had had her two kids and, you know, it might have been hard. We'd ever, we we talked about it a little bit, but I never really underpressed the issue too much. And I'm, I was pretty, you know, content, um, you know, if I couldn't have a child. Um, that was fine with me and that was okay but uh, luckily she decided that she wanted to have another one and uh, and we got to try and it, it was a tough journey it wasn't perfect and um, it you know like I said to you guys before we started um, you know in the movies they make pregnancy seem so easy like people have sex and they fall pregnant and they have a baby and happy days and it's just ma'am, not like thank you man <laughs> yeah it's just not <laughs> for some people it is you yeah. know people don't try yeah. to get pregnant they get pregnant and then others try and what they want more than anything in the world and they just simply can't have kids mm. so you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it, and, and we certainly had our little hiccups along the way, and um, we had a miscarriage before we had Nate, um, and so you know, like there was little bits and pieces along the way that made it tough, but but also made it all the, all the more worthwhile when it did when it did happen, and um, and yeah, my wife is a school principal or was at the time, and so I also got to become a stay at home dad, um, which is something that a lot of dads don't get the opportunity to do. Um, a lot of lot of dads are out there working. You know, very long hours and they don't get to see a lot of their kids particularly in those early formative mm. years um, and I was very fortunate to just my son and I I think have the most incredible relationship and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know I spent so much time with him you know from the day he was born so um, yeah it's um, it's been an incredible journey um, it's You know, like one day you're not a parent, the next day you are, and your whole life changes. And I don't think I need to tell you or any of your listeners that everything else becomes (laughs) significantly less important. Yeah. And you know um you'd do anything for your kid and they could shit in your mouth and you wouldn't care Ah, well <laughs> <laughs> fart maybe <laughs>
1: you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's
3: you know your kid just becomes your world and and you would do anything yeah. for them and you would you would cop anything for them and conversely if another kid shits within 10 meters of of me i'm i'm gagging so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know like that's you know that's i guess my parenthood uh, journey in a nutshell so far um you know, like I said, I feel very fortunate to have lived that those first two years as a stay-at-home dad, and got to do and experience a lot of things a lot of dads don't get to do, and, and build a really strong relationship, um, and and now, uh, you know, my goal is to. I I just know how important this journey is for me, and how, um, I think about when I'm every now and then I have, we were talking about moments in the car, or whatever. If I'm sitting alone by myself in the car, I'm quite philosophical in the car. I'll think about either business things or I'll think about certain things in my life. And a lot of the way I try and guide my decisions now is I think about, look, if I found out tomorrow that I had a week to live, how would I want to spend that week? And uh, for me, it's always, it always comes back to, I want to, I'd want to be home with my kid and spending time with my mm-hmm. family and, and making the most of that. And so um, all of my decisions now and the business I'm running and all this sort of stuff is built around, um, Creating a life that gets me more of that because fuck knows it could be, it could be over in a week. You never know. So yeah. I want to spend as much of that time uh, doing what I feel is valuable, uh, but also use utilizing the platform that I've built my, for myself online, social media in the CrossFit space to help other people achieve that too. Yeah, nice. Um, and that's that's where we're at right now. So
1: awesome. Can I ask, with your as far as your fatherhood journey goes, how did that uh, that miscarriage affect you? as a person and how you lived your life.
3: Yeah. I think, um, it definitely, it was just a huge eye opener. I think for us in terms or for myself in terms of, um, nothing's a given, you know, like nothing's a given and nothing is, um, you know, anything can be taken away from you. And same thing as we are just talking about, anything can be taken away from you at any given moment. And life can be cruel and unfair. And, um, and, but the, the reward at the end of that, and the um, you know the news that we found that we were pregnant, and then yeah. we got through the first twelve weeks, and you're in that tense moment again, waiting for it yeah. to happen, and mm. you get through that, and uh, it just made everything afterwards so much more rewarding. Mm. Um, we were very lucky; we had the miscarriage, and then we fell pregnant only a few weeks later. Oh, that's okay, um, yeah, yeah. which was good. Um, Did I you? I can't imagine what it would have been like if it was. You know, yeah, we've got friends that have had five six in a row yeah. like and they just keep trying and it's progressively more heartbreaking so i'm i'm mm. lucky i'm not one of those people but yeah. um on the other side of it came a lot more appreciation for you know you know the the fact that we we, we did get our we got our boy and uh he's healthy he's a yeah. great kid and and i think um no doubt i would have been just as appreciative and, and happy and and in love with my kid if 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 that didn't happen but i definitely think it made it a little bit more sweeter so
1: like looking at the your family friends that have gone through those issues do you have any advice for dads who may be going through those those same things like how like how you can deal with it how you can process it how you can support your wife um how you just get on with your daily life do you have any
3: yeah well i think the what you just said is probably the most important is you got to get on with your daily life like it's um and it's not just i've found this for a all sorts of um obstacles i've come across in my sporting career in my personal life and all that sort of stuff the the best thing you can do for healing yourself psychologically and and making inroads and and doing something about it is just to get on with your life and 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 get back to work um and that's the same for, that's what we did as well like i'm, I'm lucky i'm a very naturally positive half class full kind of guy so is my wife and when we have problems uh whether with anything in life, it's uh, where our first ins- instinct is to look at how we can fix that problem. Yeah. So for both of us, it was like, "All right, let's let's get back to work and um, and and fix this problem." And luckily, it was it was a fun kind of thing to get back to work. But yeah, like it's the workbench. Go <laughs> <too. laughs> yeah, back on the workbench. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, but it's um, you know that's that's kind of the way we went about it. Yeah. Um, and then you know. i, I obviously we'll talk through the lens of fitness because that's what I do and what I'm accustomed to. But, um, you know, for me it's find something that makes you feel better about yourself on a daily basis. And that's fitness is my outlet. Um, I know that, uh and my wife will attest to this if you ever get to speak to her you speak to her and ask her if I haven't done a workout by four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm a grumpy piece of shit and it's just <laughs> it, it sort of it, it aligns my day. It sets it, you know, it's my sort of northern star. It sets me on the right path each day and uh, makes me feel better and um and usually the the harder the workout the, the better the rest of my day is going to be because if I've done that hardest thing first thing in the morning gotten out of the way, it just sets me up for success for the rest of the day. But when it comes to things like obstacles in my my life as well if i can put myself through a hard workout and i can c- get on the other side of that and mentally i feel better and mentally i feel in control of my life and and um And feel like i've accomplished something to start the day it sort of sets me on the path for success for the rest of the day and or sets me on the path of success for the rest of the week or whatever that may be so it's very much an anchoring point in my life um you know a lot of successful people talk about fitness or their you know their health regime or working out as as a as an anchor point i mean the rocks are very famous one Mm. uh dwayne dwayne yeah you know like it's a lot of you know you you hear about all these successful ceos and all this sort of stuff and billionaires and blah 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 and they all talk about how they get up at 5 a.m and work out and um and that sets the tone for their day and it's um you know you can pass it off as a bunch of bullshit but from my personal experience it it when i'm doing that on a regular basis and i'm in control of that to start my day and or to start my week and i'm doing it regularly a lot of other stuff just sorts itself out so yeah um and it's a big part of again why we Oh, we created this this program and uh, this business was to, you know, I know what it does for me and I know how much of a difference it makes in my life. And my goal is to encourage other people to try it for themselves and, and see if it makes a difference for them. So mm. I'll probably keep tying things back to it, but yeah. it's, it's because of, for me, it's true. So yep, definitely yeah. it's good
1: that you can relate everything back to making yourself better. And it's, it's very relatable for just, Every Joe,
3: every day, and and it's the thing. Like I talk about it from a fitness standpoint, but it might not be fitness for you. It's there might be something else. You know, picking up a guitar and playing it might might make you feel better than anything else in your life if you're musically inclined, or you might be into nature walks or whatever. I don't know whatever it may be. But um, you know, if you're going through something drastic in your life, um, that's you know, or you're in a bit of a hole, you're in you know between. Jobs and you don't know where you're going next, or whatever. The, the best thing you can do is start your day with something that makes you feel good, makes you feel in control of your life, makes you feel successful, um, whatever that may be for you. And for me, it's fitness. Um, for you, it might be something else. Do that thing, Just get, get your day off on the right start, mm. and, and then, you know, layer the rest of your day on top of that.
2: Yeah, you start off the day like you've accomplished something, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a
3: very famous, I think, naval a guy who's in the Navy, whatever, he does a speech about making your bed every yeah. morning. It's the same, it's the same principle yeah. of like, Goggins. You know, no, I don't know who I this guy, I mean, yeah, Goggins is very impressive, but like it's, you know, I think there's, there was definitely this famous speech. I think this guy made to like a, it was almost like a university, um, for people graduating or whatever. Yeah, and it was, yeah. Talking Talk about bed. making your yeah. bed and, and just because it's that little win to start the day. And then you, you start with that one win, and then you just build upon it. And, yeah. um, you know i think for anyone out there for for all the dads listening or whoever's listening you know find that thing that anchor point in your life that makes you feel good makes you feel successful makes you feel like you've gotten your day off on the right foot and and start with that and then and then start going from there for me it's fitness it might not be that for you but find that that. that thing and and you know if you're having you know let's take a miscarriage for an example you know start your day with that thing and get yourself into a good mindset and, and other things you know the, the rest of your life just tends to flow on a bit more nicely so I and can then only get better look That's
2: look
0: right. I have to testify that for someone who's pretty unfit like myself if I actually drag my ass out of bed and go do a workout or oh. just go for a run whatever the day is just so much fucking better oh yeah and I fucking hate it when I'm doing it. I'm like, fuck this. And, shit and shit. here's, Why you here's one thing I want
3: to make abundantly clear as someone who's competed professionally in a sport for 10 or 11 years is I have been sore for every day of my life for 10 or 11 years. <laughs> and I feel yeah. just as shit about working out as everybody else. Like it doesn't it it's doesn't feel any better for me than it does for you. But I know that at the end of it, I'm going to feel really good and I'm going to and – every day when I wake up, um, it, you know a lot of the time I'm working out 4am still before I go to work and I, I put my feet on the ground and I groan I'm like oh I don't want to do this this morning but I remind myself of how good I felt yeah. after that session yesterday yeah. and I'll be there again in an hour's time I just got to get up and do the work yeah. um you know, so and it's pretty elite same. Mindset, eh? the, yeah. the, the feeling I go, the feeling you go through of like yeah. this feels like shit and it hurts. I'm dying. I go through the same yeah. feeling because the and I've got news for everybody. it Doesn't matter how fit you get, you just keep training harder. So it just yeah. start, it keeps feeling shit. <laughs> <laughs> but on the up, on the up, on the other side of it is yeah. is, is is a really yeah, good feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think anyone could, you know, disagree with me on that. Anyone that's ever gotten up and gone for a run isn't and hasn't had a better day for it. I challenge someone to tell me. Yeah, you're lying if you yeah, say you didn't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, did your um,
2: did your upbringing um, shape you as a dad as well as that mentality for just for life? That
3: yeah, mindset. I think so. I um, I, my parents. Um, I didn't ever feel like I was poor growing up, and I wasn't poor. And I'd hate to say that because I, I think that comes with a connotation of like, it's all it's almost like a disservice to my parents saying that we were poor because we weren't poor. But you know. We weren't rich. We were far from it. But I never felt like I went without. And I think that was because my parents worked really hard to, one, make us appreciate what we did have to facilitate a really good environment at home, a loving environment for for me and my brother. Um, and and they also just demonstrated the value of hard work. And, so, and one thing I'll always take away from my mum and dad without even knowing at the time was that they were always just – Show they were they were leading by example. They always they they were showing what hard work could do. They never told me to work hard. I was never forced to do anything in my childhood, but I was brought up by being surrounded by nothing but hard work, and that's all I saw. Um, without even knowing it at the time, I didn't know what I was looking at. But what looking back at as an adult now, I think about the way that my parents worked, um, you know, in their jobs around the house, the way that they carried themselves, and it was. Um, it was always with hard work. It was always with determination. They were always striving to be better, and um, they were never made excuses. And they never showed, um, you know, if they were tired or upset or whatever. They never let that um, get the better of them. And, yeah. um, and that example, I think, set up myself for success and as an adult, and it, it set my own mindset. It was the, it was a stepping stone that I could build my own life off. Yeah. I didn't even know it at the time, but that's um, that's one thing that I. Very fondly remember about my childhood, and, and I think shaped the way I am now. I so. think that's important for all parents. Uh, like a bit of
1: advice is like, if you can show your kids just that slightest hint of resilience, yeah. it's going to have the best reflection on their gro- like their growth as well.
3: Yeah, and if there's one thing I try to model to my own son, it's that is like it's it's resilience, and and um, you know, if I could not care if he follows in my footsteps or not, he, if he doesn't want to do fitness or he's not into whatever I'm into that couldn't bother me one bit and I couldn't care if he was you know straight gay bisexual I couldn't care what he's into like rattle off about 10 more on that what, list yeah, there's, now yeah. there's a lot of them now I don't, know. I don't care if, you know whatever it is like it's you know I don't care about sexual preference I don't care about lifestyle choices all I care about is that you're a, a good caring human being yeah. and that you're um, that you're you know keep trying things and you'll keep working hard and you won't give up on things. What I don't want to see from my son is that he's a weak human being. And what I mean by that is, is is mentally, I don't want to see life get the better of him and beat him down. He just gives up. Mm. Um, I want to see him, you know, he's going to go through hard times and I'm going to be there to help him, but I want to see him push back on those hard times and, and continue to get stronger. And Mm. um, if he can do that and match that by being a caring, loving human being, then, then I've done my job as a dad. So yeah,
2: Definitely. it's a great mentality. Uh, And then finally from me, uh, we've we've got a lot of uh, listeners who are first-time dads about to have their first kids or recently have. Um, And these days, we're seeing a lot of uh, businesses support um, men having uh, parental leave, you know, six months, a year, all Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, Any advice for those dads for life as a stay-at-home dad? Anything you learnt along the way or any routines that you think worked well?
3: Um. I would say first of all, it's the most cliche thing, but holy shit it goes so fast. It it does. Like I would I'd give anything to go back to being a stay at home dad. Like those two <laughs> years there were don't get me wrong, there were certain days and certain nights where you're like, Oh my
2: god, no. like <laughs> so wait, will this sworn. never end
3: Yeah, will this uh. never end? But you know, holy shit it goes fast. So yeah. um remind yourself that it's gonna be over quickly and that and I still do it and I like I uh there's a great author I don't know if you guys read much or recommend readers my favourite author is a guy called Ryan Holiday um, who writes a series of books um, Ego is the Enemy The Obstacle is the Way they're all sort of surrounded around Stoic philosophy but he also runs an Instagram page called Daily Dad Mm -hmm. he runs Daily Stoic and he runs Daily Dad and he's also a fantastic um, he's a great author so he's got a great way of words and a great speaker he's got awesome instagram pages but puts up a lot of stuff around parenting and parenting advice and he often talks about um old stoic ancient philosophers like marcus aurelius and all these sorts of stuff and um uh, that's the guy Yeah. and um and he talks about, he says, one of the hardest things um, you can do as a parent is remind yourself. And it's kind of uh, morbid, but he talks about how Marcus Aurelius would always remind himself that uh, his son might not make it through the night, or he might not make it through the night. And this might be the last time you look at your son when he's putting him to sleep. So, and he reminds himself of that at night is like, you know, you, you have those nights where it's. You know The kid's just not going to sleep And you're like For fuck's sake yeah. like, Hurry up And like But uh, He's always very quick To remind himself Like You know not This could change is, and yeah. They might not wake up I might not wake up uh, Or And like and I don't quite take it to that Degree But I always You know I usually take a moment now if I, if I put my boy to sleep at night Once he is asleep And everything's quite calm I just give myself A bit of time to look at him And just like I don't go through that whole Morbid routine But I I <laughs> do like to remind myself that you know, he's not going to be this age forever. He's not going to be this cute little kid forever. He's not going to want to hug me and kiss me, and yeah. and you know, and there'll be a period for five or ten years where he probably won't want to look at me and he'll be, you know, talking back or whatever. And that's not that far away, so you yeah. should enjoy this moment right now. And um, that would be my my greatest advice for any um, first first time dads: is just truly soak up those moments, um, accept the fact that. You, as, as much as you're going to try you're going to have moments where you feel like you've failed as a dad and you're going to have days where you feel like you've done really well and days where you feel like you've done really poorly and there'll be times where you like, I'll never yell at my child or I'll never be uh, aggressive or frustrated or whatever but it's going to happen like, mm. it, you can try as much as you want it's, it's going to get the better, better of you it always does yeah. um, be quick to forgive yourself and remind yourself that you'll do a better job next time um, and you know I've had plenty of those moments, as I'm sure you boys have as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> daily. Yep. <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> and then, uh, and then on top of that, it's just like there's no fucking, there's no rule book. Like there's no rule book. There's no. You can read as many books and things as possible. At the end of the day, nothing's going to help you and your child. No. Um, you're just going to have to figure it out. So um, have an open mind and, and like I said at the start of the podcast, be adaptable. Nice.
0: Yeah. So mine is um, definitely not dad related. But um, what month of the Fiery Calendar are you? And if <laughs> you are not yet, uh, which month would you like to be? <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm, I a, I'm August, so... <laughs> I,
3: I, I joke with my wife often that the only reason I got in was just to get into the calendar, <laughs> just because I know it annoys her. Uh, <laughs> my birthday's in June. It's kind of the middle... June so yep, I don't mind okay. June Mr. June <laughs> alright warm up your winter
1: Dave wants yeah. a, uh, want a signed photo no I
0: want a signed calendar alright no, I've got yeah. enough connections now with all this <laughs> I don't even <laughs> know no, if had it. Had
3: on. I've been told that the, in the new calendars they're not even firefighters anymore they just use models or something.
1: no that's the old one there's a there's a few in the older ones that weren't oh, that so way. now they're all because oh, oh, uh, right. one of the guys works at our station oh
3: fantastic absolute weapon of
1: a bloke I'll, okay. have, to, I'll have to rivals you mate that's for sure I'll have to get back into shape that's Side business. We we'll should get the shit dad calendar. <laughs> right. Shit dad.
0: Would would awesome. Now we're talking. No one would buy it. Now we're talking. No, no.
1: You put it on a charity, though. He's like, all yeah. proceeds go to some sort of charity. Then he's like, oh, fine. Whatever. Fine. I'll, yeah, buy no, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm buy that <laughs> fucking slob
3: of a fucking man. <laughs> look at that <laughs> melted he candle. He's got a shirt on. It's fucking so I'm white. not going to look <laughs> at it, but I'll pay for it. Why is he so white? It's oh. funny, though, <laughs> how you get like it's, you look, at I actually only saw the other day, I think Bonds brought out like a little, their latest act campaign it's not like dad bods but like they're just you know they're sort of celebrating normal blokes a little bit more and it's funny how and in in general that we're seeing a lot more um only in the last couple of months there seems to be a lot more diversity and um in the way that companies are advertising now and I think that there's this there's this theme of relatability that's um, showing a lot of value at the moment so yeah. when you talk about like a dad pod calendar and, and you make a joke about it it's it, I don't think we're too far away from seeing it to be honest the like first ones will be the shit dad pod there, there we go in. yes finally
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. trademark trademark, get, trademark. On. get on it before go on, someone go on, else <laughs> alright so no but back to the dads um you spoke about your story about being an interesting start to fatherhood. Yep. You know, um, you know, two two step kids. Yeah. How did you adapt to that? But then, how did that compare to when you finally had your son?
3: Yeah. You know, with your, I actually thought about this question. I thought you might ask it, so I was um, thinking about, um, like I said to you, it's. I th- no, no two parenting journeys are the same, obviously. Um, we were quite a weird household because my wife's 10 years older than me. I was 10 years older than the kids. So there was kind of like these sort of three distinct age groups in the house. I never really fell into what I felt was a traditional fatherhood role, at least at the start. Um, as I got older, the kids got older. We'd spent more time together. I noticed there was more sort of like fatherly traits coming out of myself <laughs> and we were starting to combat a little bit more. And I was they're probably a little bit more confident with how they... Uh, interact with me and vice versa. So you, you do get a little bit more personal with that sort of stuff. Um, but um, along the, at each point along the way, I've tried to, you know, just provide value where I could for those kids. So um, when I was younger and they were younger, I felt like a, there was a point of relatability there. Um, that I could help them with, and and you know certain things that I understood a little bit better. I you know they'd talk about music, and their mum w- would be like, I don't know what you're talking about, and I was like, I know what they're talking about. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like so there was a there was an element of relatability there, and as we got older, and as I got older, and the kids got older, there was, I uh, you know I could start offering um, you know. Uh, more worldly advice that would benefit them into their adult years and my stepdaughter Ella has her own clothing label that she started on Instagram um, and she's doing very well with it and I've been able to help out a little bit there and you know I've been able to use my platform to share it and do some giveaways and sort of help boost that profile and um, also give her advice on things that have worked for me and vice versa she's helped me like (laughs) we're having trouble setting up international shipping the other day and like we've been trying to do it for ages and she's like that's easy come here I'll do it done so it's excellent so uh, you know, kids, these yeah, yeah. kids these days but like you know as, as we've all matured in the household I think the, the what I've been able to offer those kids has changed um, yeah. and I've been able to pass on whilst I've never really been um, dad I've never tried to be because I never wanted to replace their dad um, because he's a great guy but um, what I always tried to do was, you know, offer value to those kids, and it's something I try to do in all aspects of my life. It's, you know, when I'm with my social media, what I always I'm always conscious of trying to provide value to people. As on am dad hours, uh, we're trying to provide value to people. So um, that's where I felt like I could help those kids, and and, and still and still is, and um, love them dearly. Um, you know, I've been a part of their life now for over ten years, and um, and would do anything for them. Um, that being said. It, it really and there's I'm trying to say this as delicately as possible but like there is there really is a difference between step kids and then having your own like it, mm. it, and, and it's something I've noticed and like it's I, I could not have prepared for the feeling I had when I became a dad for the first time and then and then the that love that grows over time for your kid and one thing I always talk about with friends and things like that or kids mates of mine that are having kids for the first time is um, you know there's that whole love at first sight thing when you first have your kid what i didn't expect was that that love for your kid would just grow stronger and stronger and stronger and as they get older you get more and more attached and like it's it's not like with you know you get a new car or something and you love it to death and then like it slowly fades away and then eventually you want a new car with with a kid it just keeps getting better and stronger and you get more attached and um and i you know i'm going through that every day with with my kid and that's as much as i love my stepkids and, and i wouldn't want to um i don't want to downplay that or um or or make it sound like um you know they're on a different level to my own there there is a there is a difference there yeah. um and, and a different feeling between ha- having your own and 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 um don't get me wrong it, it it's um they don't understand that too. yeah and I think yeah. they do and I hope they do um, and but I'm sure there's other people out there that are in my situation that have step kids and kids of their own and they'd probably attest to the same thing so um, it's probably something I wasn't really prepared for and um, something I'm still learning about myself it's a, but yeah it's um th- it, there definitely is a difference and I think one is uh, something that you just can't replicate or or, or produce um, it's the same thing with like yeah. I'll probably offend a bunch of people here um, um, dog parents like. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no no we've covered this no, 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 there's no, no such no, thing it's, no, not, it's no. not the same dog owners <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, like it's you know, and I and I tell you this from experience that we had a dog and I and I loved my dog like yeah. a kid until yeah. I had my kid, and I was so like, yeah. go away. Yeah. <laughs> I look uh, in my backyard every day, and I'm
0: like, what am I doing? Uh, yeah.
3: Why?
1: My dog could attest to this, uh, yeah. maybe not because now it lives at the in law's house. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, you're just like, get out, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Nah. So, oh no, nah. that's awesome. All right, so two last ones for me yeah. one, you've spoken about your mental escape big one being your workout your yeah, fitness yourself yeah, yeah outside of that yep. do you have anything and then to your fatherhood network
3: yep How how is it for you yeah so uh, fit it, it's um i'm slowly learning to find other ways to have an escape outside of fitness because it's been my entire life uh, my entire well ever since i've been an adult so i stepped into this crossfit world and um, became an entity within that world and a, a bit of a personality in that space and um, and a high level athlete at a very young age and um, and it was it's been my entire life since you know since I was an adult and it's all I'd, it's all I'd done prior to this firefighting thing and um, and any professional athlete worth their salt will tell you that their craft consumes them and it becomes their entire life and everything else gets put on hold and um, it dominates every aspect of your life so I'm very slowly I mean this. Like I said to you guys earlier, I'm in this transitionary phase of my life where I'm stepping into this next stage where uh, I've got all these other responsibilities. I've got, you know, I've got my own son and I've got uh, a wife and I've got a, a full-time job and I've got a, a business that's doing really well and um, and all these other things that go along with it and I'm slowly learning how to let go of that um, controlling grasp that fitness has on my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... My answer to that short term is no, I don't really have anything else yep. at the moment because I'm still juggling it and, fit in, and fitting things in, but I'm gradually getting to a point now where I'm be- I'm becoming more accepting that I'm not that person that I used to be and that I've got all these other things and I'm willing to try new things. And a, a good example I often talk about with um, my wife and with other people is we went on this trip to Italy. It was this big trip through uh, three or four. It was just, My wife was actually pregnant with my son at the time. And... Um, and I had a big competition on the way back and all I can really remember that trip is training and going to gyms. Cause I had to, I didn't, I had a great time in Italy. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I didn't really do Italy. Like yeah. I was, I was <laughs> so pre, um, you know, determined to do this thing on the other side and I was so consumed by this thing that I really didn't enjoy my holidays as much as I could have. And it's a, it, it, I don't regret it because on the other side of that, you know, I went and did some really cool stuff and competed in some big competitions and did really well. But, um, I'm ready to make that step now and, and do that stuff and next time I go to Italy or next time I go overseas I, I'm going to make sure I enjoy it I'm still going to train and work out yeah. but I'm going to do dad mm. hours I'm going to get in there in 20 minutes and bang it mm. out then I'm going to go and really experience that yep. country and mm. and for the first time I am I have a desire to do that and that's where I, that's, I told you guys I did a, like an online qualifier on the weekend and I was like oh this is getting in the way of my landscape I'm getting you've dad stuff to do yeah, yeah. dad <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm finally at a point in my life where I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very aware of how I'm feeling about it and I'm, I'm very aware of being accepting that I, I actually want to go and do that stuff now. I actually want to try some new things and I want to get out there and um, And like I said to you guys earlier, if it was the last week on earth, would I want to still be doing these fitness competitions? Yeah. No, I'd probably want to be doing some other stuff. I want to be spending time with my family and mm. um, going and seeing cool locations around the world and all of stuff. So we've got some cool travel planned in the next couple of years, awesome. hopefully. Uh, we're heading to Fiji. Which would be my son's first overseas plane trip um, mm-hmm. in December, which is our first leave block, or um, well, my first leave block with the fireys, um, and we've got some other trips sort of that we're sort of loosely planning in the meantime. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting to that point where I'm gradually starting to open up and try new things, and, and hopefully down the track if we talk again, I'll have some cool things to, s- to mentions, share. Yeah. But uh, and hopefully on that is it, I I I hope people understand the message I'll get out there is that um, you know like that's a struggle I, that's something that scared the shit out of me for years is what's next after being an athlete and um, it's something I really mentally struggle with for a long time and it, it's taken me and it's, it, it's, it's probably going to be a work in progress for a while like it's I'm very much on the fence of do I compete next year or do I step back or and it's you know, I'm I'm it, I'm wrestling with this thing in my head, and I think I will be for a long time. And I'm sure other people go through with it with other things, with changing jobs and all that sort of stuff. It's um it's important to highlight that you know I think you know we all, the one of the big things in media at the moment is the Paul Green thing, and people yep. not talking about mm. issues yeah. because yep. it, it's the manly thing just to bury it, and be like fuck it, she'll be right, mate. But you know, I've I've had many times where I've just really had. Some, not, I have not had an answer and not sure what was next and been really confused and felt worthless and um, and this uh, whole sort of moving onto the next stage of life has been a tricky period for me to navigate at times as well And uh, but I'm slowly coming to that point of acceptance and understanding that I'm at a new stage in my life and there's really good things about it. And- Excited to try them. So.
1: Yeah, I think it's really that's important awesome. for dads as well to to know that they don't always have to have an answer. No, that's right. It's, it's healthy to just take one day at a time. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Put it less is, stress on you're yourself, right.
3: and, and and it is. And I often remind myself of that. My wife's very good at grounding me in in that situation. So it's like, you know, you can't fix all of that right now, but let's let's just get through today let's what can we do right now and and for me like i said to you my anchor is fitness i'm like well i'm just going to go in and i'm going to do a workout i'm going to feel good about myself and we'll just get through today and then we'll we'll figure it out tomorrow and i think you know we're all works in progress so Mm. sometimes it's it's sometimes you just got to accept the fact that you are in progress and you might not have the end destination in in view right now but you know you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other so
1: nice and we talk about um quality dad time as well on the pod a lot and um I'd love to know the difference between the quality dad time you have or had back then with your stepkids, yep. and this like is it the same as the quality time you have now? You talk about enriching their lives or creating um, what was the word you used before? Uh, like value to yeah. their day to day life. Yeah. Is it is it different between your stepkids and your your actual boy? Um, your actual
3: boy, yeah, actual. <laughs> your kid, your actual kid, <laughs> my actual boy. Uh, yeah, no.
1: What's you know what, what's, I, what's quality dad time to you?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely changes in terms – I think what changes is when I entered their lives, um, Kale and L was my stepkids, they were teenagers. So mm. um, what determines quality time for a teenager, what's fun for a teenager is very different to what's fun to a two-year-old, three-year-old. Mm. So, um, you know, and he's at an age where all he wants to do is what his mum and dad are doing. So, like, yeah. quality time for us is he's like – like, I'm like, hey, man, I'm going down to the gym for a workout. And he's like, can I come down and work out with you? And and the answer is like, yeah, you can come down. Come down for five, ten minutes. He's got a little barbell and stuff. We'll muck around. But then when Daddy starts pulling out the big weights, you're going to have to go upstairs with Mummy for a bit because mm. I don't want you to get hurt. And, you know, so we got five, ten minutes of fun and quality time in there. And, um, you know, um, my wife was doing some running today and he just wanted to do some running next to her. So, cool. uh, you know, he's at that age where he just wants to do... Um, fun stuff and play stuff and it's a lot of imagination time and you know dad's a firefighter and so that's all the rage at the moment yeah I love that it's a lot of pretending to be firefighters and and running around the house and and doing stuff and and whatever it may be so that's very different to what it was like for um you know Cal and Ella but but where it's not different is quality time was like I am here for you to make this time better for you so yeah, okay. for yeah. them you know this quality time with me and them was like how can you know and again it's about talking about value you know all right, what's fun? F- you, know, you don't want to come and lift weights with me. That's no. not fun for you. That's fun for me. So yeah. I'm not going to force that on you because you're 13, and yeah. I know you're not going to enjoy it. What do you want to do? So that's that's where the quality time differed. But the the underlying baseline for both of, for both the step kids and my own son is, um, and I think this is an important message. When you are spending quality time with your kids or, or anybody, is if you want it to be quality time. For that person, you need to remember that you're there for that person, yeah. and it can often be a two way street. Obviously, um, but if you're trying to invest quality time in somebody, and it doesn't just have to be your kids, you need to be there um, for that person and adding value to their life and what they want to be doing. So, um, and obviously, like I said, it's it's often a two way street. And with adults, if you if you keep giving to someone, eventually you're going to get jack of it, and you'll be like, mm. oh, fuck, yeah. I'm not getting anything back." Yeah. But with kids, that's that's how I see quality time has been important so um, for them it was about you know doing things that they wanted to do and 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 showing them that you care and so like as they become teenagers it's um you know dropping them off at parties and then picking them up and talking about it on the way home and helping them out with homework and like that's quality time for teenagers whereas you know it's very different for a three-year-old and it's going to change as my son gets older as well
1: i think a massive roadblock as well is technology and um that that blocks your ability to have that one-on-one value oh, totally. time. Yeah, totally. Do you have any advice for for dads that can't get off their phone? I guess I <laughs> would. I
3: will hand on my heart say that I am not the best at it myself yep. at times, and I have to continually oh, remind myself. Yeah. I think we yep. all are. Um, and it's it's hard. <laughs> my wife and I have had many conversations. Actually, in, I'm very proud to say that my wife and I have re- never really had a fight in our entire relationship. We never really had like a proper not talk to you for three days leave the house throw your shit out in the driveway no fights no severe arguments but we've had disagreements and stuff and a lot of them have come back to me spending time on my phone and um, as an athlete particularly in the crossfit space you are your own brand and you spend a lot of time building your own brand which is all on your phone and then i run a dad hours page which is very successful on instagram and all of our business is driven from instagram and that's time on my phone as well so um the difference now is I tr- I'm very conscious of when I'm on my phone. I'm trying to add value and and do work and progress the business, and I'm trying to do something that's meaningful. Um, but I am very conscious that you know, and I have to remind myself, you know, I'll be here, and I'm like, and then I get daddy, daddy, daddy. I hit three or four or five. I'm like, all right, I got to put that away. Like, yeah, okay. Um, I'm I'm not the best at it, and I'm, and like I said to you, I'm I would hate to sit here and be like, point the finger and be like, you got to put your phone down yeah. the and put away in the other room. Because I'm guilty of it as much as the next man and, and I'm con- constantly trying to work on it. Um we have a rule around dinner times where we sit at the table as a family and we we all eat dinner as a family we've, we've done it for years yeah. before my son was born we did it with the kids uh, the stepkids as well mm. and and that was our time as a family to, no phones we would always ask what's the best part of the day worst part of the day it's kind of routine we did yeah, in our yeah. household we still do it with my 3 year old now yeah. um what's the best part of the day we don't do worst part of the day with a 3 year old but <laughs> uh, but you know like we talk that stuff through and it's it's you know dinner times and no phone zone and um yeah my advice my advice to dads out there doing it is just just be aware. Yeah. Um. Be aware, and if you're if you if you're getting signals, then you should probably listen to them. Um. You can't fix what you're not aware of, though. Too. No, so that's yeah, that's right. Make so a conscious effort. So. Yeah, you, and you do. You have to make a conscious effort. and It has to be frequent. Like I've, I'm, I'm reminding myself all the time about it and it's, they're fucking crazy addictive things mm. and you don't even realise like it's I know for me like I, the amount of times I've like had to like slap myself because <laughs> you're like watching TV or something Speaking and there's man. an it's an ad break and your first <laughs> yeah. fucking thing is like, yeah. you don't even th- you don't even think about it. like before the ad's even on you're like you've one hand scrolling up the screen to unlock it or oh mate, even it's at, ridiculous
1: even at work like when yeah. it's quiet around the station or something I'll yeah. just just have a coffee well make a coffee and shut up Dave yeah <laughs> make, make a coffee phone like if yeah. no one's hanging around talking like
3: yeah it's it's, yeah. it's really hard and I think it's gonna, I, d- I think it's it's only gonna get worse for society and yeah um, yeah I wish I had some more profound advice but I'm working no, that's, on it just that's as that's much good. as the next person that's real so. good
1: um, and finally do you have any dad hacks
3: dad hacks <laughs> not that not one as good as like the 12 sheets on a yeah. bed yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of effort yeah. but it's a good yeah. hack yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, dad hacks oh trying to think I, I should have been more prepared I'm sure I have some more so do you guys have any examples you can give me like what's your best dad hack I think
1: the sheets thing's a big one like there's there's, yeah. thing, there's things called brolly sheets as well that yeah. you can buy they're pretty good like shout out to brollies, like what's a brolly honest. sheet it's like I, a a fit like you put it over the fitted sheet but yeah. basically between where they'd normally lie between their chest and their knees really yeah. and it's just like if it's they wet easy. the bed you rip the, blo- rip the brolly sheet off same principle yeah. rip the brolly sheet off they go back to bed you, right. you go back to bed yeah. I mean, you, all you have to do is clean that in the morning it's basically a, like a mattress protector over a fitted sheet yeah right like just a part of the bed though it's sick they that's are awesome I'll have to look into it no, um, I, don't, I, I don't have too many um, put caster wheels weeks. on anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes yeah, it yeah, so we much start. easier yeah. We with that. uh, yeah that's cool yeah Damn. that's some Shit, off the top of my head that was the only we're thing we were doing
0: yeah. like a sec- segment where it was just like what did I see on the Kmart Hack. yeah <laughs> that's a, a good that page to follow yeah, yeah. the Cam- Kmart hack the C- Kmart Ikea page yeah I'll have to look into Get it Get on definitely. that and that's just that's all it is so like for kids who started going to school turning their little what TV units on the side yeah or, you know actually mm. flicking them up the other way yeah and going that's where your bag goes that's where your shoe goes oh nice that's like that way in the morning it's like where's all your fucking shit
3: I will give you one thing is my dad hack is like songs work for fucking everything like oh. like <laughs> like getting like, them to clean yeah. their tea anything that, yeah. anything yeah. and everything if i ever need to get something done where i'm like I, I need you to do it like i said i can pick shit up but i, I want you to do it if i'm my last resort for everything is like it's, it's time to crack out the song like yeah. like, and you just,
1: pick up your shit yeah pick up your shit <laughs> right now right ba- now pick up your shit ba-
3: basically like it's like songs just work for everything and like as goofy and dumb as you feel and my yeah. wife and i will laugh at each other because we're both trying to make up a song and it's they're just terrible and we're both like oh what's what's this piece of gold gonna be but um yeah for any new dads out there like when your kid gets to about that sort of eighty month the two year old stage and onwards like if they're not listening to you turn it into a song and like we, we the amount of times we've gotten teeth brushed rooms cleaned clothes you no know, kids dressed in clothes out the door in the seats like uh like the amount of times we've been able to only do that because we sung some sort of weird song is I've, I've done that more times than I can count. So yep. whilst it's not a super cool hack, it it, no, it does work. No, well. no, just, it's
2: good. Fucking we um <laughs> we had one which is it was a picking up I don't know the clean up song or something <laughs> on Spotify. Yep.
3: Yeah, we, we, listened, that. That. Yeah. we, we yeah. listened to that. We listened to clean up song a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna add to that. Just
0: fucking make sure you record it too, because next time you want it, you're not going to remember it. I do yeah. it all the time. Like in yeah. the moment, i like, that was fucking awesome. What did I say again? <laughs> Shit. <Yeah. laughs> now I'm done. <laughs> the
1: there it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Wiggles the Brush Your Teeth song. A yeah. There's a Hey Duggy one as well. Is, is there? Oh, and, and, yeah. and a Blippy one, all that oh, as well. I don't know
3: if your kids found Blippy yet. If they haven't, don't let them find it. <laughs> Blippy yet. Or Cocoa Melon. Oh. Do not do oh, it. No chance. Yeah, the there's, there's the good songs for everything out there and failing that, you've got to make up your own. Yeah, The yeah. amount of shit I've been able to get done just through a song is, is astounding. That's outstanding.
1: That's, that's a that's really a good, good hack. dad hack. And yeah. what else is outstanding is that chat. There's some seriously mm. good dad chew there. Um, like you said, uh, you did relate everything back to fitness because it's your passion, it's what you're good at and it's what you love doing and yeah. it's what's got you to where you are today. So kudos to you. Um, mate, it's been a superb like dad chat we've got some good advice some good laughs and um yeah i think i've taken a lot out of it as well so i'm i'm definitely going to take the gym a lot more seriously like we, we do Stuff as you know, wellness at the at the gym at work, that's but right. sometimes when you don't feel like it, you just get halfway through a workout
3: and you're like, Oh fuck this, let's go have a coffee. You know what the best thing is though, at least you got halfway through a work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're you're, halfway, you're halfway further along than a lot of people. So
1: that's gold. Uh, that's the main thing. Um I think now we'll kick we'll finish it off now with a uh, a bit of the fun stuff that we normally do. Sounds good. Um so we do a dad quiz. Yep. So stuff that all dads should know. Uh we I don't know how lenient we're gonna be with Brandon, should we go? Oh, he's
3: been a dad for fucking way too <laughs> long. No yeah,
1: way. I, I reckon I could be really bad. At this you time. could almost have to hand in your dad card if you don't get a pass mark on this <laughs> yeah, one. Okay, so I'm nervous. Yeah, really. <laughs> so you should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah and way. have you got a shit dad moment of the week? I do have a shit dad. Outstanding.
3: Moment. Yeah, cool. I, I have lots of shit dad moments. Uh, well,
1: the the number to call is thirty forty <laughs> ninety five forty five. All right, cool. and leave us a message no, anytime it pops into it your head. To.
3: I'll be, I'll be like, I'm calling this number way too many times <laughs> twelfth time this week Yeah,
1: yeah we put it on the, every episode, every week It's your segment now, it's the yeah, Brandon yeah. segment <laughs> <That's> <laughs> This, is, is, this is, is the Dad Hours, Shit Dad <laughs> Moment segment
3: Look, I've just
0: put the GoPro on It's not fucking wide enough to get your shoulders in <laughs> 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 okay.
1: um, Alright, so pattern. we're going to kick it off with it, yeah. a, As soon as Cam starts his first question It's timed Is it timed, There's, is it? Let's go with no. Yes. We're
0: yeah, yeah. no. We're <laughs> going to give you less time than what we do yeah. with our regulars. Right. I the think f-
1: the first thing that pops into your head. Thing. Oh, first thing. First thing. I'm nervous. Yeah. All right. Things that you would
2: normally do or say, basically. All right. So let's just say you've just tied down a, a massive load on the four wheel drive or the trailer. What's the throwaway comment?
3: <laughs> uh, this, it, for me, it'd probably be like, oh, "She'll be right," something like that. So, like, it'll be like. A, prior to firefighting I was not good at tying knots so, <laughs> yeah, so not, I was still not good at tying still knots still not good yeah so, so if I was tying something down I'd just be like that'll do she'll be right, so that'll that'd prove me what I'd do if I, was, if I was tying something down I'd just be like hope for the best
2: I think I'll give that a pass yep we usually say that's not going anywhere that's no, not yeah. going anywhere. wang
0: ain't going anywhere
2: alright when your kid hurts themselves maybe they've hurt their arm or their finger what do you say
3: Oh, mine's always you're tough that's that's always the first thing I say. So it's yeah, if if it's a, if it's a little injury or something like that, and it's and they're crying, and needs something like that. it's like, you'll be right. You're tough. Um, and then usually I get back out I'm tough. So that's, <laughs> that's 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 what I say. Nice, oh, yeah.
2: nice. Also, would have accepted. We are,
1: we're gonna have to cut it off. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when your kid finds a coin or a bit of money, line about what do you say?
3: Oh, what would I say if a kid finds a coin? Or don't put it in your mouth. That's the first. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's cool. that's yep. fair. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> Especially at three and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All. Yeah. The other one, obviously, is you're rich. As oh. your as well. so you're rich.
1: Yeah, that's good. Don't fucking don't spend points. it all at once. Yeah. 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 Um, what's the other one? Dad, Dad tax. We heard the other Dad week. Tax. That's really good. Like yeah, so that's and good. And uh, keep the change. That's always a good <laughs> one as well. Nice. Now, uh, if they're standing in front of the TV. Especially if it's something you're watching, what's the what's the go the, the, the throwaway?
3: Shades of my shades of my own parents your eyes will go square. That's what I used mm-hmm. to get. That's good. From my yep. own yeah. that's very dad. Yeah, um, something that he's watching, something else, something that I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. If they're blocking your yeah. view, yeah.
1: CrossFit
0: Games were on recently. Like yeah. It would have been that on. Yeah. He's standing in front of it. What do yep. you say to him?
1: Someone's about to do a, a oh. nice dirty old snatch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I don't know what I'm saying Daddy Holt's stash could be something else <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, we're talking about CrossFit <laughs> <Yeah, so crossfitters. laughs> still like, <laughs> Don't look at me is what I'd usually say <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what uh, happens in the Bentley uh, household, But yeah, it's, it's definitely right. oh, different yeah, yeah. Do you
1: think really? I'm a glass maker Or you make a better door than a window
3: oh, I like that too It's good i got to save some of these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, What do you say when they say they're hungry?
3: I say what every dad says <laughs> Hi, right, I'm hungry. I'm dad. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> He's fucking killing this quiz. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. And when a dad's finished mowing uh, or working in the garden, what is the first thing he must do when he finishes?
3: Oh. Might be different for you, but yeah. So I know. Yeah, the traditional thing would be to crack a beer. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so and seeing as I don't drink beer. Um. <laughs> 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 a, cu- a cup of tea yeah. yeah A cup of tea Like I did tonight Just a nice cup of tea You know uh, survey, the, survey the land yeah. Yes
1: yeah. Yeah, Admire. Right. Admire Admire it That's it, it. Yeah, that's right. Yep <laughs> Oh, mate, you've, you've performed that. absolutely fittingly of a uh, of a typical dad, so well done.
3: I've realised that I'd, yeah, this quiz has made me feel a little bit self-conscious that I've got to up my dad game just a little bit, so that's good. <laughs> and your dad jokes. And my dad yeah. jokes, You yeah.
1: need You need a, a yeah. pocketbook.
3: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I need, Definitely. I need a notebook, so yeah. we're all taking things away from <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, now it's time for this.
3: Shit dad moment of the is that
0: you? Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> Everything is him. I do enjoy a jingle. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> also, okay. Actually, this is coming. This is Rich coming from a teacher. But who else gets fucking four days off in a row? <laughs>
1: I'm not even gonna argue. Yeah. It's gold.
0: I just get it every ten weeks. I also oh, get wow. school holidays.
1: Two weeks of school holidays yeah. every four months or whatever it is. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Except we get four weeks. <laughs> <That's->
3: <laughs> what a gig. Hey, it's- <laughs> You know, someone's got to do it that's exactly yeah. right it Someone
1: takes a special kind of person that's it, it Yeah, not anyone can do it eh? yeah <laughs>
3: Brandon do you
2: want to tell us your shit dad moment shit dad yeah
3: moment. I will so I um, have lots of these and one of the things I'm always working on and being careful of is trying not to swear in front of my son particularly now that he's three because uh, you know they just they're,
1: they're sponges. They are absolute sponges.
3: Mm. And I try real hard and I, I'm, I'm getting better at it. I'm not perfect. I still let things slip out every now and then. Um, and there's been a lot of times where we've had to go, no, no, I said truck and things like that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> And usually they forget about it. But a um, couple of weeks ago, um, my wife was in Kmart and she bought all of it, all of Kmart. <laughs> as they do. She's going through yeah. and yeah, bought all that of Kmart. That sounds accurate. So we're getting you know new bowls and plates and all little bits and yeah. pieces for the kitchen and anyway bought heaps of stuff and um, the girl behind the cashier of uh, the girl that was sort of you know at the cashier's desk and putting it all through they it came out, they have these like little enviro bags there they're like they they're a dollar they're not really a plastic bag it's kind of like a fabricy yeah. terrible like they're you know they're pretty light on not built to carry a lot of stuff anyway we she put all of our shit in one bag all of it and it was quite heavy and my wife said can you carry this and I was like yep no worries and I picked up the bag I was like oh, I don't know about this anyway we started walking out the door and I've got Nate in one hand walking beside me and I've got the bag in the other and we got we wouldn't have got two steps out of Kmart and the handle oh. snaps and everything falls on the floor and it sounded like everything in the bag broke Oh, and I've gone fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> I, every would, yeah. <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> And then oh, and then my son at the top of his lungs goes, Fuck's sake, what happened? <laughs> and he just kept saying, Fuck's sake, daddy, what happened? Fuck's sake, fuck's sake. What happened dad? In like this full shopping center, everyone's looking at shh <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, then we're on the way home and he's still going, Fuck's sake like so that's <laughs> Anyway, luckily the next day he'd forgotten about it. Yeah, but oh. it's, yeah so that was pro that was one of my shitter dad moments was... was so, that, a, that, was a, that was
0: a couple of weeks ago, I said? Yeah, a couple Wait of weeks Wait for it yeah. for, like, about come out in another know, week or I two. Know, and huh? he said, another. fuck's sake, it's yeah. going to come <laughs> in it, out. Yeah. And it will be in context. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it's it is actually always better. It's yeah. a very proud dad moment this when it's thing, in
3: context. <laughs> this is the thing, too. Is like, uh, I was trying so hard not to piss myself (laughs) laughing it was the funniest thing ever the other thing I will share with you really quickly is my son has gotten to the age where every boy slash man gets to and he's discovered that he has a penis and he's obsessed with it and he's obsessed with the word penis as well and he'll keep pointing out mine and he'll keep talking about his own and playing with it and he knows that it's funny and I When his mum's around I try to be really serious And like You know it was, you know, it <laughs> it, Everyone's got one blah, blah 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 And then like She leaves her I'm like It's fucking <laughs> 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 it's,
2: awesome,
3: it's awesome Helicopter <laughs> <laughs> so not that's a shit dad moment Or a good dad That's a great
0: <laughs> dad <laughs> moment You also but, need uh, to tell him That Okay You found it yeah, yeah. You're never going to Leave that
1: alone mate uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: Ever <so. laughs>
1: Ever Every time we get A good shit dad story We've got to record it And that way we can put it on the um, the opposite side of our dad bod calendar. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's right. The motivational yeah, comment is yeah. a shit dad story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about you boys, but when you're. Um, oh, wait, I've lost it. Oh, yeah, no. All right. So, it's on the swearing topic, uh, my middle boy, Mr. Five, um, we sort of. We're at the stage now where we let him go upstairs and, and play around just because we know that they're not going to do anything. Like, they sort of know right and wrong now. And if they're wrong, we can hear it. So we just, we'll just we just run upstairs. But um, I let, let them all play upstairs and they took their pens and papers up and they're all drawing and coloring. I was like, fuck yeah, this is so good. Don't draw on the walls. That's all I care about. No walls, no furniture, paper only. And they're like, okay, daddy. No, it's good. They, they were good.
0: Oh, were they? I was yeah. just to say, you, no just, walls. you just planted that idea. No, I oh, know. Yeah, I like, yeah, know.
1: Like, oh, and as soon as I said it, I was like, yeah, fuck, I've done the wrong thing there. My bad. i are going to have to go sit up with them. And I was oh, like, yeah. no, no, I'll give him a chance. And um, it's sort of a stage of fatherhood now where I'm just like, I'll let it go, I'll let it go, I'll let it go. It, if it's f- Unless it's like unsafe, then I'll step <laughs> in. But anyway, um, all I hear is the girl and Mr. So Mr. Three and uh, Mrs. Miss three and Mister seven laughing their heads off, and I'm like, oh no, what's happened here? <laughs> Daddy, check this out. I was like, oh, all right, fine, run upstairs. And he'd crossed it out. Is like my Mister five's now writing sentences, mm-hmm. and he's written a sentence. They were pissing themselves laughing, and then he I saw um, this is a penis spelt P E E N. U.S. So the funniest way possible to spell penis. Um, and then this mad scribble, like he tried to scribble it out. Um, oh, what did he, it was like, this is a penis. He is a dickhead. I like just made it out. Just made it out. But it was like D-I-K-H-E-D. He's just like spelling out all the naughty words you could think of. And like shit that moment, like I'm... Um, trying so hard this not to laugh greatest, <laughs> and i was like mate the yeah.
3: greatest sentence of all time oh the yeah <laughs> and, it
1: could, and it couldn't even be could not have even been spelt better
3: that it was yeah, <laughs> yeah penis
1: as like backwards k like it would have been awesome but yeah no this is a penis he is a dickhead and i was like oh god what lesson can we learn out of this nah nothing just go downstairs guys let's go put something on the telly
2: <laughs> <Fuck>. so good <laughs>
0: You have anything, Ken? Because I've been good. I yeah, nah, uh,
2: pretty good this week. I um, set it up. I just had a funny. I don't have a shit dad moment, but I had a funny thing that a dad said to me at a four-year-old's party last weekend. Last weekend, we had three birthday parties. Oh, so cool. Pretty oh. full-on. Yeah, That's a big a one-year-old, four-year-old, and then another four-year-old. Damn. And so me and this other dad, a couple of dads, were standing at one of the parties at a jumping castle. You know, throw them in. They having a good time, just standing there, uh, and he was explaining his kids. Um, he's got two of them and they just fight all the time and to the point where they just call when they are actually playing together nicely they just call that (laughs) pre-fighting
0: (laughs) I thought
1: that is fantastic
0: that's the best
2: way to describe good playing basically (laughs) (laughs) pre-fighting they only do pre-fighting and fighting that's
0: awesome awesome. I was just saying I actually try to set mine up we went to Australia Zoo on Sunday and I just started walking away from Miss Three. just like, fucking do something, please. <laughs> <laughs> the business like, I need content. <laughs> what are you doing? And I just turned around there's some friends out. I'm like, just trying to get some content. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just content
1: for the show. The, the friends didn't like, know the fuck are you serious You're just like this is a zoo that's shit dattery in itself that's gold yeah, no, I yeah. love it <laughs> yeah. nothing happened though
0: it was just
1: were <laughs> you, like expecting her to get in an enclosure with someone oh. like
0: no not that or just, just
1: do turn around and she's on the giraffe's back <laughs> or something do, do, do
0: something stupid or <laughs> fucking fall off something or run into the water I don't know like, but didn't Babe, just,
1: there's crocodiles in there oh no it's content <laughs> they'll, hey. they'll save her no
0: enclosures <laughs> no no no
2: well, I think that's it for another episode, <laughs> boys. Um, thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Brandon, for coming yeah, on. It's been awesome chatting it. to you. And, yeah, like oh, the guy yeah. said, got a lot of uh, good little nuggets there mm-hmm. for for all of us and hopefully all of our listeners. Um, thanks for sharing your story. Um, all of our listeners, thank you for listening. Tell your mates, leave a five-star review uh, on whatever podcasting app you use. Um, send in those shit dad moments, slide into the DMs, use the hotline, or hit us up on email at shitdadpod at gmail.com.
1: Definitely, we always love a uh, an a listener email because it's a shameless plug for us, but it's also great to hear that we're making a difference to one bloke. So mm. happy days, I'm sure you you feel the same when you get a
3: message at Dad House. Oh, so. absolutely! It's um, yeah every time every time I get a message from someone um about you know you know any small difference that it's made in their life, it, it makes me realise that I'm doing some, you know I'm on the right track with yep. what I'm doing. And I'm sure you guys feel the same. So definitely, it's uh, very rewarding. Do you have any lasting dad advice for us? Oh. I think I'm just about all out, mate. It's, it's, as, a, as a dad, you'll understand that at quarter past nine, it's way past nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired when we got here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't an offensive thing. I've just yeah. been yawning. That's just my constant yeah. state of
0: <laughs> You wake up, you yawn. It's 12 yeah. o'clock, you yawn. See, I so thought you were matter. bored. No, I I'm, just, I'm just fucking yawn. The kids in class, um, are we boring you. Well, yes, you are, firstly, but no, <laughs> yeah, this is my normal state. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will. It, well, if I, if I was to give one more piece of advice, the best thing that I've found that has worked for me, um, you know, Given that I've been talking about fitness and all that sort of stuff, is like get it out of the way first thing in the morning. Mm. It's like it's it's tr- try not to end this on too serious a topic, but mm. um, it always feels shit when you wake up, like we talked about. It always feels feel shit when you're doing it, but once it's done, it's out of the way. And if you haven't got time in your day, you got to make it. So for me, I get like especially on if I'm working day shift mm. and like in Ipswich out our way, we are kind of expect to be at the station around sort of six six thirty in the morning because we start an hour earlier than Brisbane. And so for me to get some training and I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning. But I know once I've done that, it's in the bank and it's done, it yeah. sets me up for a good day. And I don't have to worry about it. And if if I don't do that at four o'clock in the morning, it's hanging over my head. It's like you haven't done a workout yet, yeah. you've got to do some training. And you might not get there. And it just there's this lingering stress that just doesn't need to be there. Um, it's out of the way, it's done, it sets me up for a great day. So for anyone that's sort of embarking on a fitness journey or trying to fit into their life, um, take it from me and from like we talked about it all these other successful people that you often hear about getting up first thing in the morning getting their fitness out of the way there really is something to it Mm. Um, the most important thing that you can do is build the habit so rather than even worrying about trying to get a perfect workout in straight away try just getting up at the time that you think you need to every day for the for one to two weeks start by just getting up and having a coffee at that time and staying awake Yeah, and then turn it into going for a walk and then maybe turn it into doing something a bit more vigorous and it might take a month to get you into a bit of a habit or a routine with it but on the other side of that is uh, you know a much more um uh, you know, exhilarating, fulfilling life where you feel more capable and, and feel better about yourself and, and the best part is it's not interrupting any other part of your day. Mm. Um and it's and for me as well it's me time. It's the only part of my mm. day where I'm alone by myself and I just get that precious time. Um that, you know, all dads will tell you like you just you know, I haven't had a I haven't had a shower by myself or a shit by myself <laughs> in three years. So like I'm sure everyone else knows it feels the same thing. And yep. you know, like it's yeah. <laughs> it's 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 if I get up in the morning before my wife gets up before my kid wakes up gets gets up and I get that workout out of the way and I've had that bit of solitude in the morning I'm not touching my phone because I'm working out yeah, it's just me doing my thing. Um, it just sets me up for a great day, so that would be my number one piece of advice for anyone from a fitness standpoint: is uh, make the effort and build the habit to get up early and get it out of the way. And it doesn't interrupt any other part of your life, and all those other responsibilities will still have their place. And you're not trying to squeeze this thing in on top of it. It's, it's it's not a hard thing to fit in because you've you've created this 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 new sort of gap at the start of the day where you get in and get it done. So that's great um, advice. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 all I would add. Mm.
1: Love it. Does anyone have any lasting advice or comments?
0: Be like so, me, get it on dad hours. I'm yeah. doing that as soon as I get home. Nice,
2: nah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say be, be like Dave as well, get dressed up for Book Week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I it, be dad.
3: I'm personally actually really excited for Book Week because I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna go super over the top with it.
1: Who needs, yeah. needs to have you A kid at school To do that no, <laughs> walk no, down The street no. like. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to book week no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, um,
0: I got them To redo my makeup Before I picked Miss three up From daycare Yeah nice just, just, <laughs> And I went in Fully <laughs> dressed And everyone's Just staring at me They're like the fucking He's, what is this guy doing you so say good.
3: it's okay I'm a teacher yeah I yeah like, alright uh, I, 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 so. I, exactly <laughs> I don't need a blue
0: card because I'm <laughs> I've got a QCT
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it I actually do want to finish it on a, a bit more of a serious note as well cool. I, think I think we touched on something that's really important um, when because I've, I've seen a few things on social media this week around um, dads who are just overwhelmed for yep. they don't know why I think it's really important to touch again on um, not always needing an answer when you're struggling. Yep. When you're feeling overwhelmed, you don't always need an answer. Just focus on what's happening that day. Yep. Pick the smallest thing on your list and attack it one thing at a time. So, uh, I yeah, couldn't
3: agree more, absolutely,
1: definitely. All right, keep striving to make those relationships with your kids one percent more meaningful every week, whether you take away something from our shit daddery or not, or dad hours. And remember, we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.